when I was 17. I graduated high school a year and a half early and I moved to San Francisco and I worked at like GameStop and a comic book toy store and a frozen yogurt store. I love frozen yogurt. It's like healthy ice cream. Uh, so it was great. I loved all my jobs, um, but I was working like 60 hours a week, you know, like mm -hmm. really hard minimum wage. And I, I was saving up and I went to clown school. And when I was in clown school, because uh, I wanted to do acting and I wanted to be funny when I was acting, um, I met this guy who was a Spider-Man at children's parties. And he told me he made $40 an hour being Spider-Man at children's parties. And I was like, holy crap. You mean I can make $40 an hour and be like Spider-Man as a job? That sounds amazing. Welcome to another exciting episode of Paul Vato Presents. I am your host, Paul Vato, and my guest today is Magical Katrina. Who is a magician, an illusionist, a mentalist, but foremost, you are a magician. Mm -hmm. Well, welcome to Paul Votto Presents, and I want to learn everything there is about you. I saw your performances on uh, Penn and Teller, Fool Us, and uh, and also uh, on on the YouTube, which I don't know if it's if it's a which YouTube um, uh, on a show uh, was it the scamming show where, where you, you scam were, school scam school. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. So um, are those all your magic tricks behind you? What's going on? What's going on? What's your backdrop? Uh, it is, uh, well, yeah, actually, that's funny. I keep a lot of them in these drawers, yeah. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, and Katrina, thank you so much for spending a little, <laughs> what is it? It's my little bar cart. Oh, so so do you do uh, bar magic as well? I mean, because th there's... I remember going to the Magic Castle uh, to see a gentleman by the name of Doc. Doc Eason. Yes. Brilliant, because my friend Jill Benjamin invited us. This was about 15 years ago when I was on Matt TV and whatnot. And uh, Jill Benjamin invited us to see it. And it was brilliant because I believe he was in the, in the, in the close-up room or in the bar, you know, where you do close-up magic. And apparently we set a record for, for the most drinks sold. I don't know if the record still stands or not. But it was uh, it was pretty brilliant uh, that they were like, oh, my God, you guys basically drank us dry. We, we had the most drinks at that at that bar at uh, Magic Castle. And I love that experience. And we, we hung out there uh, quite a few times. So it's enjoyable. Are you, are you a member of the Magic Castle or do you perform there often? Or? Uh, I've performed for their virtual magic show and they've hired me to do corporate events and paid me to perform magic for companies through them, like representing them. So, yeah, well, they've given me money, but I haven't given them any money yet. <laughs> Smart. It's not all the money I've spent at the bar. <laughs> it could be a lot. We, we, we don't know. Um, is that your specialty? I mean, and I'm sure it came about. Were you doing that before COVID or, or is that really when it exploded? The the Zoom magic, the, the online magic, things like that? Or, or I started doing virtual magic in March 2020. All my shows got canceled. I had, you know half a year's worth of income get canceled in a week. It was really scary. And um, like many, many, many artists I know, I didn't get any unemployment or the PPP, whatever it was. Sure. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I had no choice. So I just kind of started a Patreon as well, which is patreon.com magical slash magical Katrina. Um, and I have a podcast on there too. Where I talk about like magic and circus and pinup modeling and all sorts of things. I also do photo shoots. I do all sorts of things. I teach magic. I do magic lectures, um, do game nights, talk to people, help coach them on magic. Um, and I do burlesque and pinup at the like higher tiers, little sexier things. Um, but yeah, so I started the Patreon during COVID and I also started doing uh, magic. Help me buy more burgers. I've like not eaten today, so. Please, please, uh, please enjoy. That's so funny. That's exactly what I had for lunch from a diner called Black and Blue Diner in Vegas. And they were kind enough to, you know, of course, deliver. You're in Vegas? I am in Vegas. Yes. Yeah. In Vegas like yesterday. You were performing somewhere or? I was there for Magic Live, the largest magic convention in the world, besides Blackpool Magic Convention, but it's probably the largest one in America. Wow. Well, I'm sorry I missed you. If I'd have known, we could have just done this in person, which probably would have been 
been a lot easier. Uh, that's wonderful. Was it at the convention center or where was Magic Live at? Um, it was at the Orleans. It's small. Oh, got it. Got I mean, it. it's big for mag Magic conventions, but sure. it's small. It's still that, under a thousand people. Wow. No, that's that's wonderful. I mean, that that's uh, you know, every weekend, every day, really, there's something going on as far as conventions go in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, I was in the cigar business, so that was always uh, I was either delivering cigars or rolling rolling cigars at events and things like that. So it's it's wonderful, but it's uh, it's it's so great to have you on as a guest. What's been your experience with Vegas? Have you have you been here? That's the mayor. Have you been to um, many events? Have you performed much in Vegas? Or, and is that a goal? Because because I know that as far as comedy goes, many comedians the ultimate thing is to have a show in Vegas or on the strip. Uh, is that the same for magicians or, you know, like Penn and Teller type of a thing or. I think or that's like for many people, a big goal or to be on Broadway. I mean, I think that's with any variety artist or performing artist, right. Or the West end. Sure. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't hate to have a stationary show in Vegas that I could just come to every night. Hello. Hello. I'm so sorry. I am not expecting anyone. It could be Amazon. Please get it. And, and we'll, so keep, sorry. we'll keep an eye on you. Make sure that you're safe. Oh, it's the plumber. Sorry. I was <laughs> here. Um, is that loud? Yeah. I'm doing a podcast. I mm -hmm. can't have any noise right now. Oh, which noise? No, like, noise. Uh, no noise. No noise. Okay, I'm so sorry. Folks, if you're just joining us, whether it's uh, here on Fireside, who is here, uh, uh, thank you, thank you so much for for being here. Uh, and if you're just joining us on our live stream, whether it's YouTube or Twitch or Facebook, welcome. My guest today is Magical Katrina. Here's Edie McClurg. Is that her name? Tom Tully. Um, hello to them. Um, Maybe this is distracting for me. There is a, a uh, one of the divas, one one of the uh, drag queens. Um, so thank you, folks, for joining us. Uh, and people that are just listening are like, "What the heck is he doing?" Because you can't see me pointing. But that's why you should join us live on Fireside. Because on Fireside, we have video. Um, I'm so sorry. My manager said that he would tell me in advance when the guy was coming. Of course, they tell you that. But no, but hey, it's it's better I that they're there. Really fast it. though, because I literally told him an hour ago that it was clogged. I thought it oh, would take a day or two to get someone over. I, I thought I thought I thought it was going to be like a magic trick, like maybe I was going to show up there or something, and that's what no, we no, just worst timing, worst timing. Things are not going well today. Sorry, that's um, <laughs> that is absolutely okay. Um, I think the important thing is that people find out where they can get a hold of you, which is magical. Is it magicalkatrina.com and then your Patreon as well, which I've linked. Uh, if you're here live on Fireside, you can just click on the link and, and it'll take you to Katrina's Patreon. But for those uh, that will listen in the future, uh, can you tell us where people can find you and all your social media? Yeah, it, all my social media media is some variation of at Magical Katrina. On Instagram, I think it's at Magical Katrina Official because. There's other, multiple other magical Katrinas. Um, and so I'm the official one. Yes. Uh, and then uh, what else? Oh, patreon.com slash magical Katrina. And um, my website is magicalkatrina.com. I have a link tree on my Instagram too. So that has all the things. That's the best thing is those bio links, you know, one link, but it takes you to all the links that you need to have. So folks, Please make sure that you follow uh, Magical Katrina on all of her social media. So let's maybe maybe step back and go go uh, more towards the beginning, uh, and and we can cover as much or as little as you want. But uh, where where did you grow up, and is your family into magic, or or how did you? Uh, I know that the movie uh, Wizard of Oz was, I, apparently was very instrumental in in getting you into that frame of mind as a, as a performer. But is your family, does your father or mother, do they do, uh, are they in the field of magic or entertainment? And yeah, wh where did you grow up? I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and my mother was a bank uh, manager at Wells Fargo. She wasn't into magic. I was raised by my mother. Um, 
my father died and when I was young. So I always joke that I have daddy issues. That's why I date older men. And when, I, when I'm like, oh, yeah, I really like attention. That, that's why I became a performer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, But how I got into magic is when I was 17, I moved to San Francisco. I graduated high school a year and a half early. And I moved to San Francisco. And I worked at, like, GameStop and a comic book toy store and a frozen yogurt store. I love frozen yogurt. It's like healthy ice cream. Uh, so it was great. I loved all my jobs. Um, but I was working, like, 60 hours a week, you know, like really hard minimum wage. And I, I was saving up and I went to clown school. And when I was in clown school, uh, cause I wanted to do acting and I wanted to be funny when I was acting. Um, I met this guy who was a Spider-Man at children's parties and he told me he made $40 an hour being Spider-Man at children's parties. And I was like, Holy crap. You mean I can make $40 an hour and be like Spider-Man is a job. That sounds amazing. I didn't realize that the 40 an hour is really like five hours of work. Cause you have to get ready for an hour and then drive there an hour and then be there an hour and then drive home for an hour and they don't reimburse you or pay you for any of that other stuff. So it, it's not that glamorous. Um, but I, the company that I worked for, they taught me magic and face painting and balloon twisting. Um, very, very basic stuff and kind of just like threw me into the parties. And I was a princess at first because at the time there weren't really that many girl superheroes um, and Frozen was huge. So I was just always Elsa all the time, Elsa or Anna uh, and a lot of other princesses as well, but mainly Elsa and Anna because Frozen was crazy. This was like 10 years ago. Um, so yeah, that's how I got started. And I just really loved magic and face painting and balloon twisting. Magic though was my least favorite part because you know, kids are really honest if you suck. They'll be like, we saw that or you suck. And uh, it was intimidating, but it was kind of like sink or swim. And I just taught myself. And um, the company didn't really teach me anything or even how to do tricks or how to be funny. Or it, just, it was really bad. Like the, what they thought was like good enough teaching was, was really bad. It was like, here's the secret, go. And um, so, yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so I mean, I guess just like anything, if, if you want to be successful, you really have to kind of take it upon yourself to to excel at it and, and learn and learn the, the secrets. Did you have a mentor uh, as far as magic goes or was, you know, I mean, I guess at that time you could start learning on YouTube and things like that. But or did you have someone that, that, was, that you would work with or that you were influenced by? No, I didn't really have that. The whole magic community is really wonderful. I love going to conventions and jamming with people and learning things that way, but I didn't have any particular one person that um, would like meet with me. Uh, there was a magician named Paul Nathan and my best friend at the time, her name was Jordan Nathan. Um, he was her uncle and he was a legit magician, like not just kids parties that, and uh, just seeing him inspired me, but he, it, like, I think he helped me a couple times, but it wasn't like a ongoing, I wouldn't say he was like my mentor. He more just like, inspired me sure when did you make your move to you're in los angeles now is that mm -hmm. when, when did you decide to make your move to hollywood and and was part of that for for acting did you start acting Were, have you been in shows and things like that because i know you've been on television of course with fool us but any other uh any other things that we should know about yeah so um about i think it was six years ago i moved to la and I did move here for acting. Actually, funnily enough, I was talking to Paul Nathan, the magician that I told you about. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, what do you want to do? And I said, acting. And he's like, what are you doing to get closer to that goal? And I, I said, well, I'm doing like community theater in San Francisco. And I'm, you know, doing magic at kids parties and being characters at kids parties. And he said, yeah, but like, what are you doing to be close to that goal? Like, that's not really moving you forward and just asking me those basic questions made me realize uh i was like stuck in a place i wasn't moving forward so i was like oh gosh i should move to la so i really focused on getting a few speaking roles and shows and then i ended up uh is it working now yeah. yay you're magical oh my god you guys okay wait can you uh wave wave to the plumber guy look at you hello Thank you so bravo, much. bravo. 
Gracias. What happened? What did I what did I do? A little bit of food. A little bit of food. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. You get two bonus guests today. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Um muchas gracias. De nalgas. You heard it here first. Magical Katrina is going to Peru. <laughs> I was like, so annoyed with like white women telling them the little bit of Spanish they know. Yo, I'm like, papa, I eat apples. I eat apples. Yo, <laughs> yo manjo mela. I've, I'm learning yeah, Italian. Tu manzanas. Tu comes manzanas. Si, deliciosas. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can speak Spanish. Si, claro que si. elegante. Muy elegante. Si, 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 si. <laughs> Me gusta, me gusta el español. Would you be able to perform magic? I mean, that's the beautiful thing I think about magic. It's um, obviously it's visuals, so it, it it transcends what all languages and cultures. Do all cultures practice some kind of magic? Is that a universal thing, or is it? I think so. I think it's like dancing, or um, or like some sort of Jesus archetype. Like almost every religion has some sort of prophet. And you know, that was before the internet and before boats when we could all travel and see each other. Our myths all develop separately. And I think magic is, you know, an aspect of that, you know. That's that's wonderful. And you said dance, and I know you also have a, a dancing background. Is this something that you've done professionally or just something that you have a passion? For, yeah, when I lived in the Bay Area, I was in a 1920s dance troupe. And this is so like in the span of like two years, Frozen was huge. And so was the Great Gatsby movie. So every sure. single corporate event was Gatsby themed, like every single one. And I was in this 1920s Charleston dance troupe. I've been swing dancing since I was 17. Wow. So 10 years now. Um, and we would do that at corporate events and weddings and all sorts of things. So I did a lot of, I did like every type of performance you could think of. I was juggling, stilt walking, face painting, balloon twisting. Um, but magic, I really like, it's my favorite one. It pays the best. And, uh, two, it's honestly like much safer and less terrifying than stilt walking. You could break your legs stilt walking, you know, sure. um, and, yeah. uh, and it pays the best. Yeah. I love magic. <laughs> Oh, that's that's wonderful. Where did you go to clown school? Because, uh, you know, I have a friend that was actually worked for maybe Barnum and Bailey back when they had elephants and you could, you know, he, he would ride the elephants. That, that, that was his. He was one of those clowns. Where did you go to clown school? Is there something on the West Coast or is it all, you know? Yeah, I went to the Circus Center Clown Conservatory. It's run by the Pickle Family Circus. If anyone knows the Pickle Family Circus, I had not heard of them until I moved down to San Francisco. Yeah. Do you want to see some magic? Of course, because I love magic, and I'm curious to see how it works via online virtual magic. So if you don't mind, I would love to, and I'm sure our guests would love to see it. And then, Yeah, sorry people, for you guys listening to this and unable to see, but uh, maybe you can just describe what I do afterwards. Wonderful. Um, but for this one, you're going to need to watch it really close. So watch this. Okay. Wait, how? Okay. <laughs> Okay, so now explain. Did you watch this? Did you get it? Did it? Yes. Yes, it works on several levels. Folks, uh, Katrina had, was it just one card? Or was it a deck? You were holding like one card. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just became a wristwatch when she said, watch this. And it became a watch. So yeah, folks, cool. you, need to, you need to go get, get over to YouTube if you want to catch the simulcast or, or watch it on YouTube. Because yeah, that was, that was brilliant. Wait, okay, so now you're going to explain how you did it, right? No, hell's no. no. Oh, come on. Um, uh, can, wait, can you, okay, wait. Yeah. Can you keep a secret? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, there are two types of magic I like to do virtually. Virtual is my main, um, my main shtick nowadays. Uh, and my main thing I'm doing, in fact, when I'm in Peru, I'm doing a couple different shows virtually. Uh, and then I'm going to Paris the month after, and I get to do a few shows there. So what's really nice is I get to work from anywhere, which is what I've always wanted to do. Sure. Um, but the two types of tricks I generally do are ones that are super duper visual like that, or ones that are highly interactive and are mentalism. Stuff where people touch the cards or pick a card or 
um, hand, have something in their hand. You can't do, but you can do things with people's minds. You can predict what they'll say or choices they'll make. Um, so, for example, we're going to do a magic trick with cards. Okay. Cards. And, uh, Paul, I just want you to name a playing card out loud. Name a playing card out loud. I would have to go with uh, the three of hearts. The three of hearts? Okay, you could have said anything, but you said the three of hearts. Yes. Which is crazy because I had a dream last night that we were going to do this podcast that would be impossible for me to log in because I couldn't get the weird code they were sending. And that the plumber would interrupt right in the middle of it twice. And that you would think of the three of hearts, the three of hearts. So when I woke up from that dream, I took a card and I flipped it upside down and put it back inside of this deck. So that means if I can tell the future in my dreams, your card is facing the opposite direction of all the other cards. Do you want to see if I can? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds impossible. And I haven't taken this deck from in front of you since before you chose your card. I don't have anything in my hands besides the deck. Three of hearts. Okay, so what I need you to do is if you see a card facing the opposite direction, I need you to make some noise, okay? Okay. Okay. Three of hearts. I, I see a card facing the opposite direction. Is it over here? No. Uh, keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Right there. This one? Yes. This one? The three of hearts. Uh, it's the three of hearts. Wait, how? Okay. Tell us how you did this one. No. This one. I don't have to tell us all. Just That's impossible. How could you, how could you have possibly known? So how I did it is subscribe to my Patreon and I teach magic and I do magic lectures on there. I do also really? teach magic um, virtually if you wanted to learn magic, like via Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, private lessons, I mean, it fluctuates, but they're generally a hundred bucks an hour. Um, 75 for 30 minutes, or I do like uh, sets of lessons where it's like 200 for four 30 minutes because sometimes kids, you know, don't have good attention spans. Um, but yeah, I teach vir magic virtually a lot. I'm actually teaching um, for three or four different summer camps this summer virtually. One is for the National Military uh, like Association, Family Association, like uh, veterans and their children and um, single parents. So that's cool. And, um, like a New York virtual school too. So anyway, it's cool that I get to do that from anywhere. Now, could somebody take your classes and then begin, start to, you know, start to do what you do as far as, uh, is it more for them just to learn or can they actually then turn around and monetize it and, and become virtual magicians? Yeah, they can monetize it. Yeah. I mean, you just pay for my time and we work on whatever you want to work on. Right now I'm working um, like privately with a guy who's a scientist and he works at a cancer research place, but he wants to do more children's shows, volunteering and then eventually making money doing it. And so sure. we're working on this kid's show together. Um, that's yeah, wonderful. That, that's amazing. So folks, get over to Katrina's Patreon if you want to learn how to do um, and and uh, that's oh, just future. Private lessons is you contact me on my website. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's a lot cheaper than a private lesson. And you also get a lot of content that's like pre-made, like photos, videos. Some, mm -hmm. um, I think I have four two-hour long lectures on there about magic and virtual magic. Um, so, yeah. That's that's amazing. It's wonderful. And it's it's great that you were able to take what could be a negative, you know, this whole quarantine and covid and I feel like turn it into something positive because we have to. And you're right, as artists, you know, we weren't given the opportunity to 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 get unemployment or or you know the these uh, benefits from from COVID. So it's wonderful that you were able to to do that and and make a living and and not just make a living but thrive at it. So kudos to you, Katrina. Well done. Yay! How did you get on uh, Fool Us with uh, with Penn and Teller? Is that by invitation, or, or do you audition for the show? Is it like traditional TV shows, or or, or do they reach out to you and say, hey, should um, we on the show? I think there's different ways. The standard way is you email them, and they have an assistant that looks through all the emails and, uh, you know, forwards it to the producers. I did it a weird way. Uh, the Society of American Magicians had a magic convention, and they had a close-up magic contest. And now I always submit to those because it's fun. I think it's a way to... Um, 
force myself to work on things that I wouldn't otherwise work on, like new things. And also to just do things out of my comfort zone. Performing for other magicians to me is terrifying. Performing for normal people is whatever, but magicians know what you're doing and they're just sure. judging you the whole time or wishing they were doing it. You know, it's like stand-up comedians. It's exactly like that. Actually, this is great. Like when you go to open mic nights, you know, everyone in there either is trying to steal your joke or doesn't think it's funny or it's like, I wrote a joke like that. <laughs> like that's what performing for other magicians is like. It's like performing for other stand-up comedians at open mic nights. Uh, so I don't love it, but it when I do competitions at co- like festivals and things, um, it and conventions, it helps me be better uh, and work on stuff I wouldn't normally work on. So uh, I signed up to do that. And then my friend said, oh, you know what? It's not a close-up contest this year. It's auditioning for the Fool Us producers. And I said, oh, well, I don't have anything that fooling. So um, I don't think I should do it. And he said, no, they love, like, they, you'd be so good. They would love you. Like, you're entertaining. I've seen what you do. You should do it. Uh, and his name was Vinny Grosso. And so I uh, signed up to do it. And I, I just had a card trick. It's really basic that every magician knows, but I had a funny take on, on the script and everything. So um, I, I performed it. And then the producers met with all of us and gave us notes after it was part of it. Um, and they told me that I was one of like a very small handful of people they were actually interested in having on the show afterwards. But they said, no card tricks. We have way too many card tricks. And basically the thing is, unless you've invented some crazy move and you're the first person to do it, or you're like one of the best at a certain thing, they don't really have you doing cards or coins or stuff because it's so overdone and it's kind of boring. Um, So they said, we want you to do something, but not cards, not like basic card things. And I I didn't have anything. Um, So they said, just send us a bunch of videos of what what works and what you do have, and uh, we'll work with you. So I was working on two different tricks, and the trick then ended up being on Fool Us was something I made for Fool Us. And it was a combination of like two different things I was working on. And um, it, it, it you've seen it. It was a dating prediction. Yep. Originally, originally, it started as um, pictures of men and women that I could potentially go on dates with and putting them into different piles of like whether they would murder me or not. And my idea was it's a fun game that women get to play all the time online um, in L.A. Sure. Uh, and uh, I have a dark sense of humor, so I thought that'd be funny. Um, and the producers were like, that's like a little too dark for network TV. So so it, it kind of, um, I worked with them and it, uh, it really worked with them. I mean, I threw like a million ideas at them and they said yay or nay. And, um, and they went with that, that trick that I pitched. I, I remember I pitched it in my friend's bathroom because uh, they had a studio apartment and they were going to sleep. And I was like, I gotta record this video. <laughs> so uh yeah so i made it for them and that's and then they had me on the show it was a lot of work i i it's amazing to me how clean and crisp my script and the performance and everything is because i don't think i've worked on a magic trick that fast ever i i did it in like a month and a half from inception of its creation to performing it like to making the trick and i swear the props took at least two or three weeks of that month and a half so <laughs> wow making them because i because um uh, i'm not going to tell you it works but i had to remake the props like a million times i had to reprint photos different sizes i think i spent hundreds of dollars um buying props and reprinting props and getting release release of liability from people and for the photos and it just took a long time but anyway so it inspired me though. Cause I'm like, wow, if that's what I pull out of my butt in a month and a half, like what if I worked on it one new trick each month, it would get so good. Amazing. Sure. Of course. And in a year you've got 12 new tricks. My goodness. You know, I mean, that's, that, that's amazing that you went through that journey and, uh, but you realized you can do it and you did it brilliantly and it was, it was pretty, pretty flawless. Uh, so yeah, if, if you, if people haven't seen it yet, I know it's on YouTube if you search magical Katrina and fool us, uh, it's a great trick. Yeah, it, it was brilliant. So those were actual people in the photographs because you said you have to get released. Yeah, they're all friends of mine, all people I personally know. Oh, wonderful. And it was, pr- it was pretty funny the way, I think the way you got rid of uh, Teller. Teller. He picked <laughs> up the card and threw it off the table, yeah. which he's not supposed to do. He basically sabotaged my trick. But oh, I'm just lucky that it didn't land face up because he should know better. Like, I like Penn. He's a fan of mine. I'm a fan of his. Yeah. But as a fellow magician, he should know better. Like, 
when I, I, and what's crazy is I did that trick many, many, many times in front of children and adults over that month and a half. Mm-hmm. And all of them, I said, in a loud voice, tell me what you choose. And he just took that one, picked it up and threw it. Interesting. Do you yeah. think he just wasn't thinking or was it? He was in it. He wasn't thinking. I don't think it was on purpose to sabotage me. And, right. and, he, and I'm lucky. He's lucky. We would have had to retape if it had landed backside up. They would have had sure. to put me on a different show. And that's happened with other magicians where they where something messes up and then they have to wait till the new audience is in and retape the next day. Wow. Yeah, of course. Of course. Like It can happen. Uh, that's That's amazing. Did you... Uh, when you taped, I, I would assume it's an all-day thing. When there were other segments also being taped that day, did you know the other magicians? Or yeah, mm-hmm. actually, I knew a lot of the other magicians. And then we all, because it, it filmed in the Rio, we all went to. I think it was like TGI Fridays or something afterwards. Oh, brilliant! I love it. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. Uh, I was at the Rio last year, you know, for the World Series of Poker, which is starting again at the end of the. Oh, month. I love. I, I compete in poker. Last time I played, it was um, 35 people, and I placed, like, third. Good for I you. That's it phenomenal. was like a little, you know, tournament in Texas at someone's house. But, yeah, it was awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. So so you enjoy Texas Hold'em, I'm guessing, Texas Hold'em poker? But I played pineapple poker. That's the one I won. Uh, uh, is that where you, you, you play different games? You get four cards instead of two. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You get oh, three my. cards instead of two dealt okay. two, and two out of the three. So you get like one added piece of information, which is nice. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I don't think I've played pineapple. So it's almost like Omaha where you get five cards, four cards, or five cards in your hand. And then you, but you can only use two, which I think yeah, is. I don't know Omaha, but yeah, it sounds like Omaha is that, but with two extra cards. But with, got it. Got it. Brilliant. Uh, do people, when you play poker, do they think you're up to something tricky if they find out that you're a magician? I, I mean, they do. They, they'll make jokes about it. Um, my boyfriend who introduced me to poker, his name's Diamond Jim Tyler, and he's a magician. Yeah. And whenever you go to poker, they're like, oh, it's the magicians. Don't let them deal. Yeah, of course. Of course, they think you're going to do something nefarious and underhanded. Uh, do you guys perform together, you and Diamond Jim? Jim, Diamond Jim? No, we separately met at the Magic Castle, and we both do a lot of strolling and walk around and close-up magic, and some stage corporates and weddings and things. Is there is there a magic trick that you could teach us how to do, or is it all strictly on your Patreon or or uh, maybe YouTube? Paywall. What's that? I said paywall. Paywall. <laughs> paywall. I love it. That's all right. Well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sign on so that I can. Uh, I can learn some of your tricks because I. I do. It, it's so exciting. And I have free videos like uh, Scam School. Go watch Scam School. Scam I teach school. three or four tricks yeah. for free, and they're pre-recorded. Um, I do a lot of magic workshops and team building workshops for corporate mm-hmm. events where I can teach people things with household items. I just recently did that with NASA Pop Socket. Sorry, someone outside my door has a has a time. Um, and a big motorcycle. Yeah. Um, but, um, wow, that, thank you. That was a stupid joke. I know the tiny penis joke is like so overdone. I feel like everyone says it anytime any vehicle is loud. But it's like, why else are you doing that? Because it's it clearly irritating and annoying and jarring to people. So, like, why? Why would you do that? Very much so. Very um, much like, so. I didn't even see the guy's face. Why does the noise make it? Like, now I know that he went by. I don't know. Do not understand the psychology behind that, other than I'm assuming just tiny penis. But um, what was I saying? Yes, I do team building workshops, and I've done them for like NASA, Dave and Buster's, um, Pop Socket, all sorts of cool companies you've heard of. So yeah, you should hire me to do virtual magic for your company or virtual workshops, and you can be a magician too. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I, I love it. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, when you were talking about poker and, and magic and, and uh, charity events, I was just at one last night, you know, St. Jude's had a big poker tournament last night at, uh, at Red Rocks out here in Summerlin uh, where I live. And uh, my buddy, Joe Stapleton, whom I've had on the show, uh, he does color commentary for the world series of poker. And uh, 
but yeah, I, 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 you know, I should pass them your information because I, I'm sure that they would love to have you as entertainment or, you know, as a celebrity poker player or things like that. So if you don't mind, I'll connect you guys for the next. Yeah, that would be fun. I, I would love that. I, I'm fascinated by the um, world poker. Sure. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, and I go to Vegas a lot, mostly for private events. People hire me, and if it's a couple thousand, I'll go out. Um, and so I've done a couple shows in Vegas. Um, yeah. Do you do comedy as well? I mean, is, do you have a comedic, uh, almost like, could it work like at a, at a stand-up comedy club? Yeah, uh, I just worked at Flappers yesterday. Oh, wonderful. Okay. okay. This burger is from Flappers. It's a day-old burger. It looks delicious. It's so funny because that's it's exactly... Well, I ordered a double burger with cheese sauce, which is nice because it's on the side, so I can dunk my fries in the cheese sauce. Very a very gluttonous Sunday for me, but uh, <laughs> but I, I felt I needed it after last night's uh, festivities. You know, it's Vegas, open bar. What are you going to do, right? Mm-hmm. No, I was just in Vegas, like literally yesterday. I drove home from Vegas. D- you you drove? Wolf. I went to Meow Wolf and Beatles Love, and it was the most amazing day ever. Amazing. I want to see like 25 more times. It's an amazing show. I took my mom to it years ago when they first, when they first uh, started, uh, I had a friend that worked for him. So I, she would get me tickets and uh, yeah, a, a, an amazing, amazing show. And I still remember it and I'd, I'd love to see it again. And where else did you go? I went to Meow Wolf and Beatles Love. <laughs> and how Beauty was, and Essex. We went to Beauty and Essex as well. That was really pretty. Oh yeah, of course. How, how was Meow Wolf? I've not been, and I've been invited. Oh, so like- I- amazing yeah i have a friend that bartends there so she's like come on out okay i'll go check it out i will definitely do that so what's next for magical katrina uh anything that you can talk about is there uh tv appearances is there in uh, in person appearances that we can come see you or is it mostly all you know corporate events and things like that mostly corporate events but i'm on the current season of the tv show masters of illusion so you could check that out um, I don't know which episode I'm on yet. They kind of let us know two weeks in advance each episode coming up, and I'm not on next week, so I don't know. Uh, and but I am on the season. They tell you like give you a list in advance of who's on, and I'm on the email thing the marketing guys send. So I know I'll eventually be on soon. Um, and then I also am on. I'm doing a show. I think it's the 28th called Secret Circus LA, and it's a Rocky Horror Picture Show themed show. I'm going to do magic for it. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do yet. I might do a straitjacket escape to the oh. song Shock Treatment from the sequel, Shock Treatment. If you've ever heard of that or seen Rocky Horror Picture Show or this the sequel to it. Um, anyway, I'm not exactly sure, though. I might also just do mentalism with Rocky Horror theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, um, and then I'm going to do magic at WhedonCon, which is the Joss Whedon-themed convention. I think they changed the name to HellmouthCon. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's Sweden Con. It's I'm obsessed with Joss Whedon and everything he makes, so I'm very excited to do, be able to do close up magic and magic with some of the celebrities there and the VIP ticket holder people. Uh, and that's a public event. If you go to Sweden Con, it's a public event. And then uh, I'm going to go to Peru for ten days, and I have some virtual shows with Amazon during that time. But you can't go to those unless you work at Amazon. And then I am going to Paris for a few weeks. I want to try to get some work there just so I can say I've worked in Paris because I think that'd be really fun. Um, I'm doing virtual shows when I'm there, but I don't think that counts as working in Paris if it's virtual shows. Uh, yeah, but how cool would that be? Uh, I, I, spent a, I spent a month in Paris and it, it's such an amazing uh, city. And uh, But to, for, for you to be able to say, oh, I performed in Paris, like I can picture you like in a cabaret or you know, with one of these old timey, shows and and again it's it's just it's such a universal language that it'll play anywhere i mean that that's amazing that you're able to do that uh in and and i wish i wish you luck and i hope that you do get to perform uh when you're in paris and uh and it'd be interesting yeah do you speak any french or or just just spanish um i actually took french for three years in high school and I'm learning Spanish right now because I'm going to Peru for 10 days, but I'm going to Paris for like three weeks and then I'm going to Quebec for 10 days. So I should probably focus on French more, but my French is okay. Um, uh, je parle petit français. Oui. Yeah. Sorry. Oui, as they say. Oui. Oui. Yes. Oui. Yeah. Oui. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I love it. I love it. I, I French always gets me. 
I, I know Span. I speak Spanish because my father was from Mexico, but uh, I've I've been learning Italian, so I've gotten decent at it. I'm great on it on Duolingo. I'm fantastic, but then when it I'm comes doing to- Duolingo, yeah. But then when I jump into a clubhouse room and they're proper real Italians, I mean they'll bring me up because they think that I understand and speak more than I do, uh, and I kind of fake it. But it's you know just to listen to people speak as fast as we do in English. It's like, oh, my God, this is impossible. Like, I'm never going to learn uh, Italian uh, all the way through. But, uh, but yeah, Duolingo has been a godsend for, for learning another language. And I've started learning a little bit of Norwegian and a little bit of Arabic. But I love uh, how they gamify it. It's amazing. It's really impressive. That's what, you know, that's what keeps you coming back. It's like you don't want to lose that streak and you want to, you know, 100. Yeah, 100 percent. How many do you know yeah, how many days you're on? Oh, yeah, 30. I just hit 30. How many for you? 267 or 268 268 streak i mean i've 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 missed some you know but but you have that option that they, they can freeze it so i've probably missed three or four in the past you know 267 days but yeah thank you thank you it's it's uh and it's sometimes i don't feel like doing it but i'm like you know what it'll just be 10 minutes and i'm done uh and i think it helps you know if, if you do something just a little bit every day it's go, it's going to help so that is wonderful katrina you know, thank you so much for, for taking time from your busy schedule and, and chatting with us. I know that you, I mean, you're, you're busy. You already had a, a show this morning, right? For kids. Mm-hmm. And then you have another one this evening. Is that mm-hmm. true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, were they both virtual or, or was that was one in person? Was the kids show? The kids is in person and the, the evening one is in person too. It's a cocktail event in Long Beach. Oh wow, wow! So I mean that that that's another couple hours that you spend getting there and back and all that. So, wow! So kudos, kudos to you. Um, yeah. It's you okay. Have... I spend a little more than forty an hour now, so I, I should I should certainly hope so. <laughs> I'm sure it's well deserved. Uh, do you have any final thoughts or anything that you you'd like to leave uh, with people? You know, something that they should either know about you or. And then, and then we'll, we'll give out your, your socials again, just so that we make sure that people... Uh... Uh, go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash MagicalKatrina. Buy stuff from me, MagicalKatrina.com slash shop. Or just give me money, Venmo at MagicalCat. <laughs> but I'm just kidding about the last part. No, Buy I, stuff I, I, think, I think that that is... Patreon. That's the easiest way, right? Just to send you money at to Yeah, because then you Venmo. like get stuff back. But, but if you don't want that, just send me money. No. I love it. I love it. Well, anything else uh, you'd like to share with us? Uh, otherwise, I, I want to. No, I just, I just say that because I think it's funny. Every time I listen to a podcast, someone's like, here's more about me or go buy these things. I'm just being very honest. Just send me money. Cut out the middleman. Cut just out. Me- just send it. Yeah. G- g- give us <laughs> your Venmo. Give us your cash app. And then. Yeah, just cash at me. Cash at me, but bro. No, um, the Patreon has a lot of great content. Again, I teach stuff. I have a podcast too. I have guests on it sometimes that are magicians. Um, and I, I do a lot of photo shoots. So if you just like appreciate pinup or burlesque and stuff like that, I do that on there. Um, so yeah, but yeah, please join my Patreon, patreon.com slash magical Katrina. My Instagrams and my socials and all that is magical Katrina official. And my website is magicalkatrina.com. That is wonderful and amazing. Uh, and I, at the risk of insulting you, I, I, you know, when I searched you, uh, and please tell me if it's inappropriate, and then, and I, I should have asked you before, but people want the number, there were like top two or three questions were, how old are you? And I think you've already told us uh, how old you are. Uh, and what are your measurements was the other one that for some reason- I think people... that's a lot of celebrities. I noticed that too. One of them is also a magical Katrina feat. <laughs> okay i didn't see that one i i should have d- done a deeper dive very my measurements if you say yours yeah i uh well uh, uh just out of the interest of equality between sure. the genders. of course i think mine is just 52 because i know my code is 52 so it must just be 52 52 52 yeah i think it's all the way around uh, 52 44 i uh and i don't know what my my you hips. don't know your hips? I, I, I'm an actor, and I don't know. I, I, um, You're not a brick house, though. Those are no. not the brick house measurements. You uh, know what I'm I do drag. My drag character is Barbara Goa, like barbecue oh. in, Spanish, in Spanish. Oh, that's funny. No, um, because, yeah, brick house is, what is it, like 34, 26, 34, 
the, the song. She's a brick house. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there measurements? Um, okay, so I think I'm a 35 for boobies. You should really measure your boobies, find out their size. And then um, okay. 26 waist. But I feel like it's bigger than that because I think I did that measurement when I was wearing a corset. So like 26 to 28, depending on the time of day, waist. Like if I have a food baby or not, you know? Sure. Um, but then if I don't have a food baby, then it's smaller. And then uh, I think 34. But I'm like 35, 26, 34. I have a slightly smaller butt than boobs, but it's pretty hourglassy. Wonderful. And, um, here's my feet. There you go. Did all your Whoa. See, folks? Th thank you. And, and, everything and I wanted. What's that? I said everything the internet wanted. Everything. We've answered all the questions that are out there on the internet. So thank you so much. I would uh, love to have you come back if you're ever, you know, if, if you want, if you have an appearance to promote. Um, what's your podcast so people can can follow and subscribe to your podcast? It's on Patreon only. Oh, it is. Okay. You know what? That's a great idea. If you want to listen to it, then then uh, subscribe to your Patreon. Uh, so I love. Are there different levels of, of sponsorship on Patreon? Yeah, there's one as low as five, which gets you access to photo shoots, most of the content. Um, then there's $10, which I have an Instagram that's special just for Patreons. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll post one or two photos to my normal Instagram once a week, but that's like almost every day. And I'll I'll post every single shot from a photo shoot, like all of them. So you see them all. Um, and then I also at the, then there's a $25 tier. We do a monthly board, like board game Zoom Jackbox night where we all meet as a community for a couple hours and we play games together. Um, and that's really fun. $25 tier is kind of like community things. There's also, um, uh, sorry, uh, more photos you get like different tier of pinup photos that mm -hmm. are like, I do two, I do one, but I do two at that level. And then, um, $50 and up, there's a burlesque video that comes out once a month. And then, um, and, and all of the benefits are go on to the higher ones. Um, hundred dollar, you get a 15 minute chat session. It's like platonic. It's not weird, but it's like most of the time people just talk to me or they want me to see a magic trick and give them advice. Or sometimes I give people notes on their burlesque. Cause I do have surprisingly a lot of women on my Patreon. People think mm -hmm. it's just like weird dudes that want to pay to talk to me, but it's a lot of women as well. Um, and, and some weird dudes that pay to talk to me, but, um, and they're cool. I love them. I love you weird dudes. I feel like they're all watching this now and they're going to think that. And, uh, I just mm -hmm. probably shouldn't have said that, but, um, <laughs> whoops uh love you guys love you guys love you patreons <laughs> the men and the women um anyway. <laughs> huh? yeah you got to see here you go there you go don't be um <laughs> i don't do any feet things on my patreon so i just like it's a funny joke i think okay what was i saying uh oh yeah 15 and up is the burlesque uh and then a hundred dollars and up there's a 15 minute chat and um then and you can text me too anytime um and just say hi and then two hundred dollar tier is that as well but more it's like a 30 minute chat oh wonderful i i love it uh yeah it's it's it's, it's such a such a great uh thing to have to for for people to sponsor our art what about uh nfts or anything have you gotten into nf into the nft world are you doing anything with your art that way and do you belong to a uh burlesque troupe or are you more independent or like lucha vavoom or any of the velvet hammer did you ever work with any of those people i've always want i freaking love lucha vavoom i've gone to the last two shows they're not really a troupe they're just they hire burlesque but yeah. they also have like variety acts like i would if you know whoever runs lucha vavoom i would yeah, of course. love to do magic there like so bad i will i, I will lucha connect you with rita miss rita the albert who's the owner of lucha of lucha uh, Vavoom, yeah. The owner of the Mayan, or like she produces Lucha Vavoom? Of Lucha Vavoom. She, she owns Lucha Vavoom. Oh my God, I love it. I literally went to their Cinco de Mayo show, and my friend, yeah. who's a burlesque performer, Frankie Fictitious, was performing there. But she's won Miss Exotic World, so I feel like they get like the really best of the best. But sure. I think I'm one of the best magicians. It'd be cool to do magic there. Yeah. Like pretty in a box and like cut her, you know, cut her up and stuff. I'm, I'm do some illusions too. I have an illusion over there. Oh, what? Wait, what? What is that illusion? Let me. It's see. a zigzag. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow, that's wonderful. I will. I, I promise. I will talk to Rita for you, or you know, give her your info. Let her know. Oh, that's nice uh, of or, you. Thank you. Or connect you guys because yeah, I think uh, 
I think you would be great at, at Lucha Bavum, uh, you know, whether you're combining burlesque and ma- and magic or just magic. I don't know, but uh, you uh, and it's uh, obviously it's you know you know it's Cinco de Mayo. I think they usually have a Halloween show and then you know uh, Valentine's Day. What's that? I said, yeah, you know, yo como manzanas. <laughs> yo como manzanas. <laughs> Thanks, Julio. Yo manjo mela. That's Italian for I eat apples. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to start using know. that. Yo, yo manjo mela. Uh, or, or lo hombre a la chien. No, chien's French. Ah, I started trying to do some French, and it's conf- I keep, I, it's bad to do two languages at the same time. It's confusing. Yeah, it, yeah, it gets a little... Uh, I mean, gato. Gato is Spanish. Gato for cat. Shen. Mi gato es bonito. Si, tu gato es muy bonito. Um, what is Shen? Is that a dog? Shen is dog in French, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. Un Shen on the Yeah. Yay! Well, thank yeah. you so much for having me. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to add. Uh, uh, how do I do this? Let me. I was going to add you, I think, make you a producer. So that if you want to download, you can. Uh, uh, just send me the YouTube link. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it. Now, it'll it'll be exactly this form, so it'll be a little rough. You know, what I like to do is chop off the ends and then re-upload it as a proper podcast. But I'll Perfect. send you the YouTube link. Uh, or if, if, and that's for anyone in the audience as well. Just go to Paul Vato on YouTube. And uh, as a personal favor, I would ask anyone that's listening to this now or later to go uh, find Paul Vato Presents. If you go to paulvato.com, all my links are there, but uh, if you could find uh, find our, our podcast and, and hit like and hit subscribe, I would be eternally grateful. And same if you could do the same for my very special guest, Magical Katrina. Uh, you know, Join her Patreon so you can listen to her podcast and all that good stuff. And go to uh, Katrina. Uh, what's your website again? Katrina. MagicalKatrina.com. MagicalKatrina.com. It doesn't get any easier than that. And it's a great site. I, I, loved, I loved going through it. And uh, so, folks, thank you guys so much for joining us on this wonderful Sunday. And Katrina, especially to you, thank you so much for taking time to do this. I'm glad we figured it out. If, if it's something that, you know, if you want to do your own shows here, uh, by all means, just apply to be a content creator. And I'm sure that they'd love to have you. And I'm going to pass on all, all the information to them that, that, that we talked about uh, before the show. Thank you so much for spending some of your Sunday with us. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. hombre holding up the bottle. Look a little closer, cigar in Moscato. An actor in improv coming from Chicago. Alto, big wave of Paul Vato.